2: Jason and Alexis, right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything.
3: That Sea Monkey is my lover.
2: That's right. I'm Jason, Alex, Dawn, and Kenny. Sea
1: hey, Monkey, don't you add water?
2: Mm hmm. That's her lover, I guess. I don't know. Thank you for being here on this Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. We have a fun 7 o'clock hour ahead. We're going to spin the wheel and play some games. And speaking of spinning the wheel, uh, we decided, you know, we, doing some new things, like the new Tuesday edition of uh, Second Chance Romance, just uh-huh. of a commercial for that. Uh, we got rid of Jump the Shark, which used to end our show because Alexis uh, rightfully pointed out that it's a hell of a way to end the broadcast uh, complaining about things.
1: <laughs> right. And then you be you. Hey, <laughs>
0: don't be you're like that person we just talked about.
2: Yeah, mm. uh, so uh, we 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 took all of our negativity from that segment and we funneled it into a new thing, <laughs> and it's called Wheel of Negativity, Oof. and we're gonna do it whenever one of us wants to bitch about something, and and we hope that there it's relatable to all of you, but you never know who it's gonna land on. Like we today,
3: a few times we have
2: spent it a few times today. So let's get right to Wheel it. Oh. of
3: Negativity.
2: Let's spin the wheel!
3: Today's Negative Nancy is. Kenny! Oh! Well, with me, um. <laughs> You
2: can either give me a topic or I'll give you a a choice of topics. You mentioned something in the 6 o'clock hour. Remember, you're like, oh, I'll save that for Wheel of Negativity. Because
3: I can do, um, boy, I can do Putin. I can do um, America's reaction to the start of World War III and how (laughs) we don't think it's going to happen. I can always do politics. Um, (laughs) Nope, we don't (laughs) I can do Sam (laughs) Elliott. I was down on (laughs) Sam Elliott before the rest of the world decided to cancel him. I I can uh, do him. But let's focus today on the lovely Pat Sajak, who I love, and fortune. That's wonderful Vanna, who I also love. Yeah. But let's just admit it, Wheel of Fortune is for dumb people.
0: (laughs) Oh no! Do you like to play Hangman?
3: (laughs) I'm watching I'm sitting there the other, I don't know, a week or so ago, a couple weeks ago, and she'll confirm this. And uh, who knows what the roommate is going on and on and on about. I have no idea. I'm trying to do my crossword puzzle. And uh, she goes, what is the answer to this? And I look up at the TV and solve it instantly and go right back to my crossword puzzle. She gets on the text thing and starts texting all of her friends and relatives. Like this is a big deal, honey. This is not a big deal. Wheel of Fortune is for dum dums. Uh, okay. You mean
1: she started texting because you're a genius?
3: Yeah, she thought oh. this was a big deal. No, no, no. This is not a big deal. You didn't take I am that not as a win, Kenny. Um, no, no. I am not a super smart person. Everybody knows that I'm, you know, fairly stupid. Um, what? No. And if I can solve a wheel. Of of fortune thing mm-hmm. in uh-huh. just by looking at it no, and not thinking about it, it means Wheel of Fortune is for dumdums. I would encourage everybody oh, who likes Wheel of Fortune to, for the first time in their lives, buy a newspaper Throw away all the news. I understand. (laughs) Section A sucks. It's all bad. The Metro section, that sucks. It's all bad. Sports, yeah, read about the Twins. Read about the Wild. That's fine. Uh, Ignore football. NFL isn't real. Um, And go right to the back of what I like to call the ladies section, the variety section. Go right to the back. There you have two crossword puzzles. The one on the bottom, I believe, is reprinted from the L.A. Times. That's the easier of the two. The one on top is the New York Times. Now, I'm not going to say it happens a lot. Look at this. Can you see this in the background? Um, yeah. you got a stack back here. there. See that? Yeah, hanging yep. over yep. that yep. chair right there. All those are your a, crossword puzzles? That's a stack of variety sections that I save up. And then every now and then I'll bring five to ten papers home, and I'll just sit there and plow through them. On a good day, I'll do both the L.A. Times and the New York Times. Then I take sure. a little picture of it, save it in my phone for a <laughs> month or so, and then throw it away. What um, the hell? Just just to and feel
1: good once in a while, yeah. Just yeah, to, go, just well, to feel what what good
3: about myself. I know yeah. I'm stupid, but look what I did. And I never send it to anybody. And I don't do any of that. Um, oh, it's not like taking so pictures I'm of your food you. and putting it on Twitter. It's not, you know. Um, <laughs> I
0: think I it tweeting that. wouldn't that make people mad? Like spoiler alert, New York Times. <laughs> Here's crossword the crossword puzzle.
3: Well, it's one reason why I get so upset about my friends who have to post their Wordle results. And uh, let, let me rephrase that. you don't post the results you can't see the words. Oh, you still can see blocks. that you c- yeah completed it. yeah but big deal you know what pick up a newspaper throw it all away except the back section of the variety and plow through a okay. crossword puzzle and sit there and then don't go to your phone don't go to the crossword puzzle dictionary yeah, don't you use Google. Google. no, that's you cheating uh, as a matter of fact, I no longer ask for help. One one time, um, the roommate accidentally helped me. I threw the puzzle down and wouldn't finish it because that's cheating. You can't have help. And you have to learn. Half the secret about doing a crossword puzzle is to know that the people that write the crossword puzzles are evil geniuses. That's they true. like to trick you. These are all trick questions.
1: So if you don't know it, and you don't ask a friend, or you don't Google it, you just leave that word blank
3: until it's done, or I figure it out, or I actually give up. Oh, and now okay. I, I'm on on crossword. Yeah. If there's a scale of people that do crossword puzzles, I'm on the very bottom. The yeah, there pros. Are
0: four people in the scale.
3: The <laughs> the, the, the real pros <laughs> will actually only do all of the acrosses. That are all of the downs. Oh, oh so they don't. Right. Get... Those people are geniuses. Oh, so they
1: don't get clues from the other words yeah, that are going yeah, perpendicular. Yeah. Oh, my and I word. thought
3: I was pretty smart for a while. How much time do I have left? Because I could go on. Five and seconds. On. Yeah, okay. Five. Uh, I thought I was pretty smart for a while, and I decided to create my own crossword puzzle. I gave up after five hours. It's impossible. Oh my it's really gosh! Wrong. Somebody yeah. was times up. Oh Kenny. Yeah. Time's up. wow! Kenny. So that's the, uh, my topic of the day. That was I, but a deep like dive I said, of, wow! So, <laughs> the, the wheel
2: of negativity <laughs> is on a time limit too. So Pick any topic, and I can be <laughs> negative about it, Jason. <laughs>
1: are we spinning this I, wheel again, Jeez?
2: I, Alexis, I think we are.
3: I think so. Maybe I we should
2: open up this the is phone a trilogy. <laughs> This is a trilogy today. This is when we've never done this no, in the history uh, of Wheel of Negativity. And we the did. history of negativity spans two and a half weeks. About two and a half weeks, yes. Yeah, a half a weeks. Weeks. yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll be right back with uh, I part feel three. So good now. <laughs> right. Happy New Year from Hughes Dental. Here's the deal if you're thinking about ringing in the new year with a beautiful new smile,
1: and the incredible office and staff. The results were amazing, and I get compliments at least weekly. You
2: can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Jason and Alexis right here on My Talk. And if you can't listen to us live, we understand... But please listen to us later.
1: Yeah, in your own time, take us anywhere. Mm -hmm.
2: Download our podcast; we're highly entertaining, even more entertaining on public transit, uh, at weddings that you don't want to go to,
1: (laughs) waiting rooms, Mm -hmm. MRI, plastic surgery appointments, yeah, Yeah. LASIK,
2: butt implant appointments. (laughs) Take us anywhere. It is time for the final installment of our trilogy, an unexpected trilogy today of Wheel of Negativity. Who will it be?
1: Ooh.
2: I mean, there's only two of us left, for heaven's sake. I mean, Dawn. (laughs) Yeah. Dawn had a great one. Yeah. Kenny had a great one. I loved. But uh, who will it be? Will will, will Alexis be negative today? Holy shnikes. Let's see.
1: Wheel of Negativity.
2: Let's spin the wheel. Today's negative Nancy is Jason. <laughs> Shocking to no one. Um, I will. I will. My. I will keep this brief, and I. I have no doubt all of you will be with me, and that is this. You baseball buttholes. I am. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I, What's wrong? I, am, I don't know anything about this. I am so baseball is the only sport i love it is america's game it is america's pastime and the fact that millionaires and billionaires uh, are fighting each other and i don't care how they spin it i don't care what the pr spin is i don't care what issues are on the table it is all about perception and that is the perception that is, bottom line, you can put a period on the end of that sentence. I'm sure there are some valid issues on either side between the owners and the players. The public doesn't care. All this looks like are rich people fighting other rich people. Yep. Yep. And, and, and at this time in our history, nobody has time for that nonsense. Nobody does. And it's, it's already a sport that sees declining fandom. And mm-hmm. you're going to do this? You're going to do this. You're going to postpone opening day. You're going to obliterate spring training, which simultaneously has a detrimental impact on the economies of small towns that rely on tourists coming there for spring training shenanigans. Yes. So you're going to do all of this because of issues one, two and three. You bucketheads! you ninnies. You, 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 you entitled, puckered, Pucker puckered. You all look like a cat's ass. I mean, you just you're you're puckered yeah, and you're I you're bitter, look. and I hate I don't it. Like
0: looking at it, I don't want it, my cat to turn around and put it in my face. I'm like, get that butthole away from me.
2: I hate that. I look. do, <laughs> and I can
1: see what you mean.
2: <laughs> it's just you. You well, walk been, out of it's these been meetings.
1: Ninety days now. It's been. They walked out of the meeting. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah oh, I mean, geez, they, I they, yeah, they're me. in person. They're bargaining. It's been nine days. We know when opening day is, and now it's all no! nothing will start on time.
2: And I say the the puckered because I there was a, a clip of a, one of the owners walking out, and he ball puckered up, all mad, and he looked like a cat's ass. His face, <laughs> a, mm. <laughs> yeah. It's a sad day, it's really, and I'm making a joke just to make you laugh in your car, but it really angers me for uh, the these small towns that I mean it's half of their uh, you know, these restaurants and these these gift shops and these hotels in these towns that house the spring training. you you fools. And again, look at the stats guys. MLB, look at the stats. Your fandom is declining year after year after year. And this is doing you no long-term help on that topic. Good. No long-term mm-hmm. good. Yes. Mm-hmm. The declining popularity of
3: baseball. Uh, the biggest baseball guy I know is Royce. Loves that sport. Lives for it. Yeah, He is willing to accept the proposal that in order to speed up games... We go down to two strikes and three balls. This is America's pastime. That is almost communism right there. And that's the length that the biggest baseball fan I know is willing to go to to speed up games and make it more palpable for the public. That's how bad baseball has gotten. Wow, that's, not
1: less innings. He's that, going no. for, wow.
3: Yeah, to speed up the game. That's how bad baseball is, and these morons don't see that. These rich little brats don't
2: see that. Yeah. We it's need bad. baseball m- more than ever right now. More than ever. Think about how excited. I remember we're driving in and listening.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Greg Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: Sitting to the guys of Morning Joe, who by the, are the biggest baseball fans, probably as big as Roycey. And in the middle of the pandemic, remember, we kind of had a weird opening day and it was, it yep. was just going to be on TV. Yep. The men cried because we needed something like baseball to pull us out of our national depression yep. and, uh, and our national worry. And, and Kenny's right. Uh, now, good Lord. I mean, we're, we're, we're moments, uh, from anyway. Yeah. I'm not going to get down, but. Um, we do need it, and now it's gonna be delayed, and may not we may not have games till July, yep anyway Ooh, so meanwhile yeah, they
1: need four weeks for yeah. preseason, and so yep. just every day it just pushes it back and pushes it back,
3: and what you can do, and I know it's not the same. But you can go to town ball games, like Jason, you experienced last summer. That's yes. a blast. You can go to uh-huh. minor league games, the Saints, et cetera. So you can get a baseball fix. But there's nothing better than sitting, like in Target Field, not a bad seat in the house from behind no. home play to along the baseline to out in the outfield. It just feels so good to yeah. be at a baseball game with everybody
2: else enjoying the sport. Well, uh, and we're hearing yeah. from my talkers. You've got mail, and they're they're echoing what we're saying. Mo, hi Mo, lovely lady. Mm. Mo writes, "Perception is reality, my friends, and us experiencing two years of COVID. Please remember the fans, baseball owners. We need baseball. It's a lot of kids' favorite sport. And what if your family planned your spring break around a trip to Fort Myers? Yep. Yeah, because Fort Myers is the city that hosts, hosts the Twins." Yeah. yeah, it's it's
3: it's you. The, these people already make more money in a week than most of us do in five to 10 to 20 to a lifetime. OK, yeah.
2: knock it off. Get your ass together. Both sides. Yeah. Solve it. Get it done. You Got mail. Mm-hmm. Phil Jones writes, it's officially the end of the world. Jason Matheson is talking sports. Yeah. Well, you've I mean, always loved baseball. I've always love baseball. Hell, yeah. you
3: go to way more baseball games than I do, and I love oh. baseball.
2: Yeah, we go to a lot. I, I, and I will tell you, it is the proximity, my home's proximity to a Target Field, but it is a delight, and it, and I do actually That's love fun. the sport. It, it is the, it's the camaraderie, and I love seeing folks out there, and it's, it makes me, and you know how I feel about local businesses, no, not just here, but everywhere. I feel for these bars guys. I feel they're already, you know, these these uh, hotels and these mm-hmm. you know, Joe's cafe, right? I mean these I little know Joe because
0: our double A team for the St. Louis Cardinals is in Springfield, Missouri, my hometown. There you go. Oh and so Dawn. we have a huge, beautiful stadium and you know, those guys end up playing for the Cardinals. And yep. uh, you know, it's just I mean it's not training, but it is, you know, Same, it, yeah. it's all connected. It's all connected.
2: Yep. It just really angers me that you they can't get their s together for the sake of the fans. Make some sacrifices on both sides, whatever your freak. I don't even again perception. Nobody cares what your issue is. They really don't because the public sees this as billionaires fighting millionaires. 7:26. Uh Now, we normally play a game, but uh, we've had so many wheels of negativity. That's been your game today. <laughs> yeah. And we have, a, the, the, we have a topics that we want to get to that we spent time researching. So when we return, uh, the Wendy Williams show is being sued. Alexis will tell you that. And a director is mad at the Oscars. Dawn will tell you that when we return. Lex, remember when you told me about your friends and their marital challenges? Well, do you really want to know how to diagnose and help people? I've got the place for you. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has two graduate programs that are right up your alley. Ooh,
0: you could tell people how to make their marriage better. You know
1: how you always love to help people? Wait, that sounds great.
2: Mary's is their focus on their students it's all about student success their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey
0: to learn more and connect with them head to msumn.edu or MyTalk keyword St. Mary's
2: the Wendy Williams show is being sued more problems welcome back Jason and Alexis in the morning Who's suing him, Lex?
1: Uh, Wendy Williams' ex-husband. Of oh, course. God! Oh, Hunter. Gosh. Yep. Um, yeah, so he's suing over the firing of his ex-wife, Wendy, uh, from the show. And uh, he says, look, I helped come up with a lot of the, the bits that they do on the show. He filed this yesterday. He's seeking $7 million in compensatory damages, including uh, punitive damage and court costs. And uh, he's saying, yeah, you fired me and shouldn't have and uh, pay me. (laughs) Basically, what he's doing.
2: I'm confused. So he he's claiming intellectual property because he
1: represented her as a manager. And he he had a heavy hand in coming up with the components of the show that he should be compensated for
2: that. But wasn't he already compensated in their separation agreement?
1: Well, see, this is where this is where it gets weird because he—it's personal and professional, a combination, right? Yeah. And so he's, he's now saying the personally, mm. I was taken care of with the divorce, but right,
3: professionally,
1: see, no. But see, here's the deal, like with us, you know,
0: Thank we you. create things here. I create yes. bits here.
3: Yes. I don't own them. No.
0: Once they're out on the air, we have the privilege to put things out on the air and have mm-hmm. the airwaves that are being lent to us by the public. Yes. And, you know, the Hubbards own this. They also own my intellectual property because they employ me, and that's in the agreement, right? I
3: have created it's- phrases and bits and all of sorts course. of things that people have used to further their career. And, I, you know, going in, I work for HBI. It's the property of HBI. If I go somewhere else, I can't use those things I created right. at HBI. It's simple.
0: Or if you make a contract in advance that says, I will take this material with me, fine. Right. Right. Like, how is it on TV, Jason? Do you, you know, your own bits and stuff? If you went to another network, let's say, could you take your own Jason
2: bits? Well, no. I... I do know that, for instance, they own my name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what we did was, um, and this was on purpose. This is thanks for the question because this is probably the easiest way to explain it. If you notice, the my full name is not mentioned in any of the artwork or the mention of the show. It's just Jason. So we did that on purpose because I didn't want them owning my name yeah so I could take that because there, there could yeah. be an issue where they would own my name
1: yeah
2: uh, in, in in connection to a television show. Right. So in the future, if I ever decided to leave this lovely place um, <laughs> I could never do another show with with my own name, which seems ludicrous. I could never like we have a bit now we have a bit now with this puppet. That drives Kendall crazy, but I'm Poor using this Kendall. as an example. Poor Kendall, and it's a, a puppet called Oliver. It's a bitchy British uh, uh, otter. I could never use that. Letterman, Letterman, you know, on a bigger scale, on a on a windy scale. Um, I oh, we just referenced this last week. Yes, uh, Larry Bud Melman, the 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 odd man that was on uh, the late night with David Letterman. When Dave went over to CBS, he had to call Larry Bud Melman by his real name, which was Calvert DeForest, yeah. because NBC owned the name Larry Bud Melman. They almost prevented him from doing the top ten list.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: And and triumph make- over at Conan. I mean, there, yeah, we could go on, yeah. you have
0: to worry yeah. about. Yeah.
3: Dog, yeah. Wow. And then to make it even more complicated, those bits that Letterman, that everybody thought were Letterman's, there's a good chance that they were created by a producer yes. who never saw a yes. microphone
2: or camera, and that's Absolutely. how
3: that's how the business works.
2: Yeah, dude is going to have a hard time he because is. Wendy. Wendy does own a portion of her show. Um, I don't know if it's if it's an Oprah deal where Oprah owned completely her show. I think Wendy, if memory serves me right, Wendy's production company owns a portion of it. I think there's a company. The, the, her her Production company is a place called Debmar Mercury, who also does Nick Cannon and and I believe a portion of The Real. They are the ones, just like HBI, Hubbard Broadcasting, owns all of us. (laughs) Debmar owns hot dish, or not hot dish, but uh, the the uh, hot topics mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Not dude. Dude's going to have a hard time. There, there's not going to be a judge
1: Yeah, well, He but found it. a lawyer to represent him, and they're even going <laughs> beyond errand. that, too. They're saying it was unlawful to terminate his employment due to his marital status to Wendy.
3: Give me a and break. And I'm like,
1: you should have thought about that when you had a love child.
3: Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Give me a break. Here. I, I you should never read DMs publicly but I have to. Uh this is from February 22nd. 10:41 a.m. to Ken, uh, Ms. Kendall Mark. Do you know anything about the northbound I-35 crash south of Elko? Is it a fatal? The video looks grim. That's from me. Yeah, okay. Um, Five minutes later, from me, minor injuries, per state patrol. Then at ten fifty nine, from Kendall Mark. Oh, hi! I have no idea, but you figured it out without me anyway. So fine. I was busy being replaced by an otter puppet named Oliver. <laughs>
2: Well, she's not wrong. I mean, she's really, she's really not wrong. She's being replaced by a fake otter. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it's it, dude. Come on, dude. You're you're gonna have a tough time
0: unless there's something we don't know about well, what kind exactly. of paperwork they signed. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Well and he smells blood in the water. You know what I mean? Because there's gonna be a new deal coming up with uh, Sherry. Uh-huh. In the fall. Uh, Wendy yes, Wendy's coming to an end. So he sees an opportunity. He sees an opportunity to try to get some more money before the door closes for good. Probably his so.
3: gambling debts too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or other children to pay for.
2: Yeah. Oh, yes. Let's move uh, to the Oscars. Uh, Guillermo del, del Toro is mad at the Oscar producers or just the show in general?
0: No, he's mad at um, the Academy for oh. saying that they were going to take eight categories out of the, ma- the main broadcast and make it shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are eight categories that won't be. They will be. They clarified this, which I saw you mm-hmm. had on the sheet here. But yeah. let's just say what Guillermo was saying before. Um He said, uh, I must say this, if any year was the year to think about it, this was not the year to not hear these people's names live at the Oscars. This is the year to say it and say it loud. I have to advocate for all of us, as many of you uh, that have a voice and that can say we should not do that. We should not do it here. We shouldn't do it ever. But not this year. We're together in this. Because he said that these crew people and these people that are behind the scenes – They put their lives on the line to make these movies. They risk everything in a pandemic to show up. And so they should be acknowledged in the broadcast. So what's going to happen is that um, they are going to, while people are on the red carpet, they're going to do eight categories. Okay. Then they're going to edit those. They're going to edit those down. And them walking up and opening their envelope is going to be cut out. So they're going to be edited down and be included in the broadcast on the TV live. So the winning will happen. The winning, it's just that the room won't be filled with all the celebrities and everybody there. And it won't be a part of the broadcast. Like, well, in the traditional way.
2: Yeah, well, let me clarify one thing. There will be, they are They are having the celebs and the invites uh, staggered, so actually, the casts of all of the nominated films, the stars actually will be sitting down. They will have, they will, they will bring in the stars from that category. They will make sure that they are sat
0: with the cast,
2: with the cast that, that's so, worked on
0: the film. Okay, yep, yes, yep. um, but it won't be with everybody to you know, it won't be their yeah. Oscar moment like traditionally it was. They're trying to make it not a three hour. It's a, I mean. They're not shortening the link the time. They are trying to make it easier for people to watch, and I do get that. So I think that he preemptively said all this during a, a speech that he made um, during this pre-Oscar thing that he did accepting mm-hmm. something. So I do understand where he's coming from, and it made me feel a little bit bad. I'm like, well, they actually, you know, they don't get their full moment, but it's going to be replayed on TV. Uh, it's going to be during the broadcast. It's just going to be edited.
2: Yeah, I'll keep this brief because we're up against a break here. I, reading through, I think, a couple things. First, nobody likes change, especially if it if it, it directly affects you. That's, so that's one dynamic in play. The second dynamic in play is this. Um, it's just like when you hear people go, oh, I, I've, I've heard people say, it's, there's never a perfect time to have a kid. There's never going to be a perfect time to do any type of monumental change. There's always going to be there's always going to be an X, Y and Z one, two and three reason why you shouldn't do a a, a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be. I mean, they've been talking about this. Let's also say this. They've been talking about this for over a decade. ABC has been Mm -hmm. asking for some sort of change. 9-11 9-11 was used as an excuse. It's not, it's not the time for the country. And then there was the writer strike around Oh six. Uh, that was TV, but there was, you know, it's turmoil in Hollywood. We can't, we can't, there is never going to be a good time to do this. So I, I, this did make me pause. Like you, Don, I went, Oh God, I'm so far on the other side of defending this, but this, this is a good, this is a reminder, but If I'm ABC, I'm holding my nose and going, guys, we have to do this. Either we're going to do it this year. This is going to be done. So why don't we just rip the Band-Aid off and do it now? Because if I'm ABC, and what people aren't realizing too, once you if you look at the viewership for the Oscars, once you get past that three-hour mark, the reason they're so um, stuck on that is viewership declines Mm -hmm. by almost half. And what yes. that does is that pulls down the average rating as a whole considerably. Yeah. So if they can chop off that that uh, decline, yes, yeah. Don, it helps the overall ratings, which helps the prestige of the broadcast in the minds of media writers. Right, right, right. There we go.
0: Can
1: they talk for 4- the whole show? Oh.
2: <laughs> well, they
0: well, <laughs> cut
1: the walks downs, cut all that. Out. Yeah, yeah. Oh well.
2: Yeah. Oh well. Seven forty-four. Uh, we'll be back right after this.
1: And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor
2: from like the seventies or eighties. Next. On Premier week, the explosive two-hour opener, Dallas. It is their darkest hour. Drive on it. I miss you. Now his legacy will change their lives in ways no one would ever imagine. It's a new beginning. There yeah, you go, know me, honey? Always full of surprise. The two-hour season premiere of Dallas, next. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial.
1: We now return you to our regularly scheduled Mediocre Radio
2: Show right here Rocco it's so very rude welcome back Run. Jason and Alexis in the morning and stream wow. on our app what
1: is that premiere really dark I mean did it, did it deliver that two it did. hour premiere
2: it did that was when Bobby died and I put die in air quotes oh,
3: oh right right, right, a, right. he didn't dream. really die
2: no it was oh. all dream yeah but it was very, very Dow. It was very sad. Sue Ellen went back to drinking. She oh. became a, a bum on the streets, quite literally. Oh, no. She, she was drink-sharing a bottle of tequila with Lou Diamond Phillips. And I'm not making any <laughs> of this up. Wow. This is all real. <laughs> oh Lou Diamond gosh. Phillips played one of Sue Ellen's alcohol givers.
3: <laughs> en- an, enabler. an enabler. Enabler. Thank you.
2: Yes. Yes. I can barely say it. Mm-hmm. Uh thanks for being here, everybody. So you may have seen the headlines. Yesterday was the opening day for uh the Star Wars hotel uh at Walt Disney World. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, Chase, okay, Disney World again. No, this is uh this'll make you roll your eyes in a in a way, because first we covered the price when it was released last August, around six thousand dollars for two people. That's the average price, so we're just gonna go with that. It can be cheaper, a little bit cheaper, but not a lot. Is it's that for basically tenets? That's for two nights. Two nights, $6,000. Again, we're averaging things out, but for the sake of the conversation. Per person? Uh, No, for two people. Two
0: people. Okay, sorry.
2: Two people. Two Two people, people, two nights. Two nights, $6,000. Okay. Um, So it opened. Before it opened, they had influencers uh, and some members of the legitimate press (laughs) uh, (laughs) to to, uh, go there. The, the source that I trust is a woman named uh, AJ at Disney Food Blog. She's phenomenal. She actually knows what she's doing, and she's not a ripoff and, and and truly knows Mickey inside and out. I watched her video, and wow, it is nothing like I thought it was. First of all, this the Star Wars Hotel is really not a hotel. It is a two-day mix of a murder mystery, choose-your-own-adventure book, And actual hotel and maybe a little Pokemon like Dawn place, because you board this hotel and there are no windows and you are given a data pad that is kind of your link to your two day experience, your missions. And there are a lot of missions. Let's say Kenny and Alexis are one party and Dawn and I are another party. We will not have the same two days. Our experience will be completely different. Dawn and I, even though we're married and together, we may not have the same experience based on who you talk to, which then activates different things. Like you could come up to a crew member because everybody's in character. There's a captain of the ship and no, the the cast members are not allowed to break character that's why it's kind of like a murder mystery thing there's a captain there is uh there's a singer and you're encouraged to talk to them there's a droid chewbacca makes his way onto it you can help chewie on a mission um and based on who you talk to and how you interact with the data pad, your trip can go one way or the other you oh. may be a you may be Part of the resistance. Or AJ, who was part of the First Order, was a First Order, a bad guy sympathizer. And then that directs her to a different type of two days. Her friend got access to secret doors within the hotel. Secret rooms that she didn't get access to. And so it's a game. It is a a, full immersive experience. It's a full immersive. Like you don't go to the park. You go to the park. You do get an excursion. It's kind of like a cruise where you go to Star Wars land for a couple hours. But even there at Star Wars land, there are things you're looking for playing. You are treated differently because you're wearing a pen. You're encouraged to go up to certain characters to help you with the mission back on the ship, the hotel. And then. uh, Wow. Yeah, so it is kind of like a inter- it's an immersive interactive game. Yeah. Um so depending on the level of uh, of participation, this may not be for you. You may not feel like you got your $6,000 um out of it. Does
1: this the appeal bi- to you guys?
2: Well, let me tell you, it does not appeal to my husband. Um Colin was the first one we got done watching AJ's like 26 minute video and Colin goes, "You go first. What do you think?" And I said, I would be as much of, of an introvert as I am. My Star Wars fandom outweighs that. Because I don't like, I you know, talking to strangers scares the crap out of me. And I don't like to be embarrassed. And I don't like to bother people. Alexis knows that very well. She's been, you know, I didn't even like to go up to Larry Hagman at a dinner, for heaven's sake.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm going
2: to force you. But I, <laughs> I, I would be down for this. Um, Colin, okay. not so much. What shocked me for all of you listening with kids, yeah, AJ recommended that if you have kids younger than like seven, the, kids under seven, they can't do the lightsaber training thing, which is a big part of it. It's not for little kids.
1: Do you get a yeah, lightsaber? I can see that
0: it is not for.
2: uh you do, Don. Okay. That's yeah.
0: good. That's a chunk of money.
2: Yeah. So, I this oh. really it surprised me. It's not like a passive. Star Wars it's hotel. It's an
0: immersive, like you are in. It's an immersive gaming experience yep. where you have your. You're going to be able to see hidden things, like yep. Pokemon game by pull, taking up your data pad and scanning the room with it. Things like yep. that, and they're going to. appear. Yeah. Yep. Cool. And I'd every, love it if I had the money. Like if yeah. I if I was like, oh, I can go to Europe and I can do this as well. Yeah, I would definitely do this.
2: It surprised me because there is a possibility that. You may not have the ultimate experience. You're kind of rolling the dice because you your choices may lead you to kind of a mission mm-hmm. that you don't like. And your friend could have a better mission than you. You got
0: to go, go back. That's what that's, they want you to do. That's what they
2: want you to do. <laughs> We're going to take a break. The 8 o'clock hour starts right after this.